When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to the game of the week, though, guys. The last time the San Francisco 49ers were in Philadelphia, Brock Purdy went down, and we saw an uneventful NFC Championship game that saw the Eagles head to the Super Bowl, but the Niners got revenge yesterday, taking down the NFL's best team by record 42-19 to as they improved to 9-3 and on the season. The Eagles fell to 10-2. All right. Let's dive into this NFC playoff picture real quick here. So the Eagles' lead for the top seed is down to just one game with the Niners, Lions, and Cowboys behind them at 9-3. and three. It's thick right there. Next up is a road trip to Dallas this Sunday night, one month after winning the first meeting in Philly. All right, first take fam, I need you. I want you to weigh in on this one by scanning the QR code. It will pop up on your screen momentarily. Here's the question. I will pose it to Stephen A. and, of course, to you at home. Stephen A., who's the bigger threat to San Francisco at this moment? Is it Philly or Dallas? I'm going to say it's Dallas, believe it or not. Their defense is better. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Micah Parsons, uh, to me, is the modern-day – he's not Lawrence Taylor, but he's the modern-day version of Lawrence Taylor. Uh, This kid, Deron Bland, has been doing big things in that secondary to offset the loss of Trayvon Diggs. Stephon Gilmore still is is who he is. You've got other cats in the lineup that are getting it done defensively. Offensively, they're the fifth-ranked offense in the National Football League. We know what they bring to the table. Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb seem to be clicking. Brandon Cook has been on the roll. Uh, Tony Pollard, he's not your – you know, your, 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 your bell cow, per se, at that running back spot, but he's elusive and evasive and he can get you yards. Um, it seems to be, you know, uh, chemistry seems to be developing at that tight end spot. Other guys are stepping up to the plate, and the bottom line is they're rolling on all cylinders now, albeit against weak competition. Five last-place teams, I get that. Mm-hmm. But the Eagles have been bending and bending and bending a bit too much defensively, and then to get bum-rushed the way that they did yesterday against the San Francisco 49ers at this particular juncture. Remember, fellas, it's fluid. It's fluid, okay? It fluid. But for the moment, we have to sit up there and say, Slippery. Cowboys. I'm just going to have to pick one because I say the biggest threat to the 49ers would be the 49ers' health. That's really the biggest threat to them. But I agree with you, Stephen. If you make me pick a team, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think the thing is what you have to do in order to be able to compete with the 49ers, you have to be able to run the football. And the Eagles this year haven't been able to run the football like they ran it last year. The Cowboys, for that matter, haven't been able to run the football like they ran it last year. But Dak is playing to another level. This year, the compared to what he played with last gotcha. year. So when you look at that, I'm going to say the Cowboys because I think they have a better overall team. Now, the question is, will the Cowboy start doing Cowboy things? Dak revert to turning the ball over. They start getting bonehead penalties, jumping off sides, defensive PI, things of that nature. But if they don't, if the Cowboys stay on the pass like, path, like you said, they're 5-0 in the last five games, playing some bottom feeders, but you know what? They're winning the ball game. And that's what we're going to we're going to just base it on that. But I think it's the Cowboys. I, and, and I've been unimpressed with the Eagles all year long because, like you said, Stephen, they, they've been winning games, but they haven't been impressive. And we kept saying, man, wait till they get it figured out because they're winning and they don't look like the Eagles of last year. 
well, maybe they're not going to revert back to being the Eagles of last year, and this is the best version of the Eagles that we're going to get. Yeah, I, I still believe Philadelphia is their biggest threat. Now, I think for if you're Philadelphia or Dallas, it's like how do you avoid seeing them until the NFC title game? Right. It's really one of them. How do I avoid seeing them and you still get to the Super Bowl? <laughs> you can't, right? So it's like whoever gets to, to – kind of the, the path that doesn't have to beat San Francisco to get to the NFC title game has the best chance. I still think Philadelphia, I've praised their, their offensive and defensive coordinators, Brian Johnson and Sean Desai, for situational stuff. I still think that there's like identity issues. Uh, and again, it's December. Like if you watched that game yesterday, I still believe there's identity issues on both sides of the ball, like who they are and who they want to be. Um, I'll, I'll throw out two teams that I do think we have to, like, have a conversation about. Because San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. They're the best team in the NFL. Green Bay. Green Bay's in. You know what next Green, Bay, Green Bay's next five games are? No. Mm. The Giants mm. on Monday Night Football next week. Right, right. I think uh, that, that, that's a bye week. Go ahead. Tampa Bay. Bye, bye week with a W. We'll go ahead. Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, that'd be a little tougher. but they Carolina. Win. Minnesota. Mm, Chicago. Loss. Potential loss. Oh yeah, I see one potential. I, I see one loss there. Maybe that's Minnesota. If they so, go three and two, it'll they be got a an disappointment. Easy schedule the rest of if the it goes three and two, it'll be a disappointment. Right. I agree with that. I expect them to go four and one over that five game stretch. That means that they'll get in. Okay, ten and seven likely gets in. Yep. And just the way the way that these teams know each other, I want to touch on the Dallas thing real quickly, Shannon. If you watch Dallas's defense play, I could pinpoint one massive flaw they have. They can't play defense against motion. When teams motion them, yeah. We saw it the other night when they played. Even though they won, Seattle, San Francisco's identity is motion on offense. That's why I think Dallas has a flaw against them. I also think they take Micah out of the football game. And, Molly, I said this to you guys weeks ago. Do not let the Rams get in. I don't don't fit. Why? Stafford. Stafford in that pass game. He threw for 300 yards yesterday without Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Like he threw it for like 290 yards. Yeah, Puka. Puka had a touchdown. Two, two, Puka played like the first 10 snaps of the game and then got out. Hurt. He had 100 but got hurt yeah. early. So that, because of how well the, they play each other, San Francisco and um, the Rams play each other week 18. I think the Rams could win. Win what? That game? Yeah, you out your mind. Hit it with it, Stephen A. Stay off the weed. I'm going to find I'd, it I'd here rather for you. leave that to you because it touches my heart. To, 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 so they lost to San Francisco. They lost to San Francisco by one score. Me too. But, but here, here, here's the thing. In order to beat the 49ers, you got to tackle. You think that's a Because they're tremendous run after the catch. Yeah. Week two. Yes, um, I agree. Your, your defense has got to be great in you space. Get, you, you, got, you got every last one of those guys that touched the ball is tremendous run after Let, let's, ha- let's put it this way. San Francisco, we don't, we don't disagree. San Francisco is the best team in the conference. Yes. Right? yes. By whatever margin you want to no. categorize. Who do we think is capable of actually, like if they play their A game and you catch San Francisco maybe on a B day, Cowboys. who's good enough to beat them? Cowboys. And I don't think their defense is good enough to hang with them. But I see you said I, if you can I, I play think, the A I think, game. I think the Cowboys defense has shown an ability to be a little bit better than the Eagles because of the Eagles secondary. You think you're picking the Eagles with your heart? Oh. I'm just saying. See, no, my mean. wife got mad at me yesterday. I told her I was watching the game. I said, baby, you're going to get blown out. Or is it because you doubt Dak? All I know is, is Why Seattle. Why are you not going with I don't the Cowboys doubt, like I, them? I don't doubt, I, because of their defense. I think San Francisco takes Micah Parsons right. out of the game. Right. I think Micah is such a great player right. that he drives their kind of right. bus. Right. But De- 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 Deron Bland, what do you, what do you, I know you mentioned Deron Bland. 
Seattle put seasoning on him. Mm-hmm. DK cooked him. That's right. Mm. Yards after the catch. They got a bunch of not, – not as physically as imposing as DK, but Debo, tremendous after the catch. Ayuk, after the catch. No Kittle, doubt. after the catch. Every last one of those guys that's going to touch the ball is tremendous run after the catch. Yes. If you don't get them down at the point of catching the ball, wherever, wherever you make contact, you better get them on the ground. So who's better suited to do that, Dallas or, or Philly? Under Philly, Philly, Philly back in it. Ooh. Dallas is probably better suited just because yeah. of the athleticism. I don't think either because of them they're front are. Seven. Dallas is front seven because they had a rotation mm-hmm. of those guys from Williams and to Micah to Armstrong to Adigizua. They got guys that can just, just filter in and out and keep them coming, keep them coming. I think Green Bay's defense is playing pretty good for Man, them. stop oh, it, man. I look Green here. Green Bay, Bay played well. 49 is winning by 17 against Green Bay. Easy. 49 winning by 17. Easy. Okay. Easy. But again, this is a th- that is a more of a tip of the cap to San Francisco than it is a knock on. It doesn't Green Bay. matter. Yeah. Okay. Ha- we're just saying what would happen. We're not talking about who gets more of the tip of the cap. Yeah. You ain't got what would happen. Hey, That's Green the Bay point. Have, when, it, when it's all over, Green Bay wouldn't even have a cap. The tip. And by the way, just as an aside, um, you might not want to make the white of wife upset around Christmas time. Try doing that later on or much, much earlier. Yeah. This ain't the time. Why? I'm not going to make her upset by, like, that telling her just, the truth. I, I'm just, she was I, I'm in a to look, terrible I'm, mood I'm just yesterday. trying to look out for you. It could mess you up. Terrible, it could mess Buddy, up. When it, I tell you it, this it, woman it, is attached to listen, her listen, happiness, listen, Philly sports success, listen, that's her. It could mess up. It could mess up your plans. I'm excited <laughs> to see her tomorrow night. She'll be there. Yeah. Y'all yeah. going to be disappointed. No, we're not. Car heels, baby. I no. bet you. I bet you a hundred bucks. I, I, you, remind no me that, you know, Molly. I had an ex in my life. You know, she was such a huge best thing red, that happened. She was, to her. A, she was a huge Washington fan. I mean, me talking about they were the Redskins at the time. Me talking about the Redskins, it was like I damn near cheated on them. That's how bad. She it was. kicked the kid out of our house yesterday, my wife, because he was rooting for the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now that's a real fan. Why? Did, why is she your ex? Huh? Oh God. That's a long story. Okay. Uh, let's see what America thought about this. Dan, the follow-ups. I mean, save that for the Stephen A. podcast. Cowboys. All right. But it's I close. Will. 57% say they the got Cowboys. got a bigger fan base. Close. All right. Love it. Man, you a hater. Oh, you wrong. You are. You are. Who's a, who, who, who's a hater? Dan. Should have said the Rams. All right. Still to come. <laughs> Seahawks for Dan. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
And then there were four. The college football playoff selection committee has made their picks, and one team was noticeably not invited. Florida State, despite winning the ACC championship and finishing their season 13-0, Florida State not in the playoff. The Seminoles, the first undefeated Power 5 team to be left out of the four-team party. If I remember correctly, though, Christopher Mad Dog Russo said that this scenario would not happen. Let's flash back. Here is the point with, with Paul. Paul, listen. Now, Hunter, now, I'm not a huge Florida State fan either, so I understand your point about the conference. If you beat Louisville, if you beat LSU, if you win at Clemson and you win the ACC and you go undefeated, I don't care who the quarterback is, you're going to be in the Final Four. Now, you know that. You've been around long enough. You know that. Now, uh, again, do I think that they're better than Georgia with one loss, or do I think necessarily they're better than Texas? No. But if you were in the ACC and you're Florida State, that's one championships. That's not. This is not some, you know, come lately program. It's a big program, and you go out there and you beat Louisville, Clemson, LSU, and cool. and, and, and 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 then of course Florida on the road. You are going to be in the Final Four, and you deserve to be in the Final Four. Mm. <laughs> Look who's joining us on a Monday, live from the confines of his palatial estate, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, and of course the one and only Paul Feinbaum. Hey, uh, Mad Dog, you standing by that Florida State take? Yeah. Bow down to the great Feinbaum. <laughs> Bow down to the great Feinbaum. I was dead wrong. I didn't think Georgia would lose. I didn't necessarily think Washington would beat Oregon, which would put Oregon in a tough spot. Obviously, Texas played well. I didn't think Florida State would be that bad offensively. So, again, bow down to the great Feinbaum because he was dead right and I was dead wrong. Shannon's got it. Stevie's got it. You got it. Florida State has nothing to complain about. The committee did the right thing. (laughs) Uh, Here's another thing. Does America on New Year's Day, when I go to Stevie's house with Carm with the food and I want to bet with Fat Rob, does America want to see Michigan destroy Florida State 24-3 like Iowa and they can't score with a third-string quarterback? Or does America want to see Saban and Harbaugh bow down to the great fine bound? Mr. Rousseau was wrong. How's that? Paul? Some miracles. Miracles happen. You know, Molly, uh, I'm going to spare America all the same arguments we've been regurgitating now for 23 and a half hours. There's someone that has not been blamed for this. I've heard unfathomable. I've heard sad day in the sport. I've heard travesty. But Molly, give me a second Mm, here. You know whose fault it is that Florida State has been relegated to the Orange Bowl and Alabama's playing in the CFP? Put everybody on the screen for a second. Because I want America to watch the reaction. The fault lies with Stephen a. Smith. And the reason for that, of all of all the commentary, of all the commentators, the person who made the most compelling point in America is Stephen A. And when he said right here last week, we don't want to see TCU back in the championship game losing 65 to 7, I believe very strongly those 13 members of the committee took notice and reacted. Wow. Well, I'll take that. 
<laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. And I'm not apologizing for it because I mean it. I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. You know, all joking aside, you know, when, when you have somebody that's outside of the SEC or outside of the Big Ten, you really have to make a compelling case in terms of the visual. You've got to show them that, you know, you're elite and you cannot be ignored. Give TCU credit. They beat Michigan last year. Yeah. But to lose the national championship game 65-7, to seven, mm. you're the college football c- committee. You cannot risk having back-to-back years of that kind of atrocity. By, and by the way, at the expense of leaving the entire SEC conference out. Right. Because Texas was going to be in there, right? Yeah. So, okay, we picked Florida State. But no Alabama and no Georgia, who had won 29 straight, who was the reigning two-time defending national champions. Excuse me, they win. There's nothing to discuss here. But if they lose, they lost, rather, and you got Alabama, you're an SEC champion. You won 11 straight. You basically just, just, I mean, look at what they did with the quarterback from week two to what we see from him now he's a stud and a star now and then on top of it all you not only win the sec championship okay and win 11 straight but look the way that you look and nick Saban's your quarterback last point shannon i said this to shannon earlier paul feinbaum mad dog russo i throw this out there i said if primetime Deion sanders was at florida state because that's the job he wanted and he had gone 12 and 0 i don't think they leave him out i don't think they leave him out I mean, we, we can, we can, we, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right, but sizzle matters. Yeah. You know, presentation matters and allure to draw in ratings matter. And with NIL now being in place, now no, you don't have to disguise the fact that it's a business anymore. It's clearly been a business all of these years, but even more so now. So all of those things contribute to what my opinion was, and I stand by it. No joking aside. You should. Paul, you, we, we talked last week, and I said if Alabama beats Georgia, there ain't no way in hell they're going to leave two 12-1 SEC teams out. I said Alabama's going to get one of those. I said they're leapfrogging somebody because that's Nick Saban and that's Alabama, the most recognizable college program in the country today, the Pantheon coach today and yesterday and tomorrow and moving forward. They're not leaving him home. Win 11 straight games. And the fashion in which they took down Georgia because Georgia had the lead and they walked them. Man, no, they weren't leaving them home. In Florida State, I get it. You're in the ACC. You go 13-0. You win the conference title, the regular season, and, and, and the postseason. But, no, I don't believe Florida State is better than Alabama. I don't believe they're better than Texas. And you weren't about to leave two SEC teams home that went 12-1, and Georgia and Alabama. And, by the way, fellas, uh, Mad Dog, uh, Paul, listen, as my boy Jeff says, fear is a place where they judge pigs. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah, I'm from the we country, all know so that. All know and oh, by the way, SEC, which is pretty much recognized as the best conference of football, 13 of the last 17 national champions, by the way, never, ever, ever has an SEC team been left out of the college football playoffs. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Alabama, led by Nick Saban, is 11 and won in SEC championship games. And by the way, of their last 40 victories, I mean, the last 42 games, you talk about Georgia going 40-0 and 0 against everybody else and like 0-2 against Alabama. 1-2. 1-2, 1-2, 1-2. Chris, let me ask you this. Oh, well, here, here's one, Molly. Here's yeah. one for the four of us. Paul, especially you. If Travis doesn't break his leg and they beat Florida easy 
and they look good Saturday night against Louisville, you know, 35-3. What would the committee have done then? That's it's very true. interesting. Because that injury, that injury Doggy. played into it, Paulie. Yeah. That injury played into it. Totally agree. I, I think if they were rolling, and they, I mean, they, they didn't look like, they, they were terrible in, in the last two games of the year against a middling Florida and, and a average, I mean, I, I, Louisville's not a great team. They're a good team. I think Florida State would have been in, doggy. Uh, and the committee, everyone blames the committee. I, I, I was watching a C, uh, CNN last night, and, and some anchor said, this is wrong. This is preferential treatment. No, it's not preferential treatment. It, Alabama got left home last year. Alabama was number five in the polls, and they were better than TCU. We all know that. But, yes, but Doggy's right. right. Jordan Travis, is. this is about him. When he broke his leg, he, he really endangered that team. That was, that was still not, a, a, I think, a top two or three team, but they would have justified it because that's how these committee members think. They finally said, you know what, we have to do what we're supposed to do. And for the first time, they actually did it. They put the four best teams in with one asterisk. Georgia is also one of the best teams in the country, but they just had to, they, they, they just had to sacrifice to make room time. for Alabama because they lost. Hey, hey, listen, listen let's, let's, let's not let Florida State completely off the hook in this regard. Yes, they won. That is true. They were undefeated, yes. But if we remember, what was it, 2014, JT Barrett goes down for Ohio State. Cardell Jones comes up in there, and they smoke Wisconsin 59-0. to zero. Yes. They get into the college football playoffs and they win the national championship. What did Florida State do? They didn't look great against Florida and they didn't look yep. great against Louisville. Right. Excellent point. The eye test Excellent matters. Point. Right. Paul, let me ask 100%. you this really quick before we have to roll. Are, are any of your callers, viewers, et cetera, upset about Michigan getting in with the cheating scandal? No, uh, I don't think, I think that they're would be quiet a for now. No. Uh, but, yeah, but I agree. Molly, uh, yeah. Had Alabama not gotten in, uh, if you think this outrage was bad, just just quadruple it, uh, ten times it, a million times it. And I think that also played into the committee's mind. They could handle the the phony statements by commissioners and university Mm -hmm. presidents. I sympathize with the player and the coach. I don't sympathize with the rest of them. And by the way, Florida State, remember four months ago? They wanted out of the uh, ACC. They talked about what a crummy league it was. They were too good. That, that's not the issue here today. But all of these things matter when you put 13 administrators and a couple of other people into a room trying to well, make a collective decision. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Doggy. What did you want well, to say? Well, I tell you, too, Michigan wasn't exactly a juggernaut the last couple of weeks either. That's right. Iowa stinks. New Canaan's got a better offense than Iowa. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is That was unwatchable football. Even Stephen A. and Shannon couldn't get into that. I don't care about no. defense. Throw the ball. Score. Here's one for you, and I was going to save it for what I'm mad about, but I'll do it now. You want to add a little bonus? Here's one for, for you, it. Molly. Yeah, Here's one. Here. You're going to kick out of it. You okay. listening, Stephen? I'm listen to me when I talk. Fat okay. <laughs> Rob and me. Shannon, on Saturday... The over-under number for Iowa in the first half was two and a half. Wow. All they had to do was kick a stupid field goal. They had the ball seven times. They had three first downs. They did not score. What an easy one to win. Kick off field goal. And he still lost. Didn't do it. I don't want to hear a word about Michigan. 
When are you going to learn your lesson? Overrated. Overrated. Well, let me say this. Okay, so you think Alabama is scarier than Michigan? I think Alabama's going to beat them. Yes, I do. Let me say this to both of you because I said this. I said this in the first hour as well. If Florida State want to complain about anybody, complain about Michigan because Michigan was associated with a cheating scandal. Good point. Now, Now I'm not saying they cheated. I'm not, I'm not attaching guilt, but your association with that, to me, if I'm Florida State, rather than complaining about Alabama, why are you not complaining about Good Michigan? Point. Excellent point. Excellent point. Yeah. Because they're going to have to match up with Alabama, Michigan in the first round. They're going to have to match <laughs> up with Alabama. Alabama, Michigan, did you, when they, uh, Paul, uh, uh, Mad Dog, did you hear when they put and who plays Michigan in the Rose Bowl, Alabama? Oh, yeah. Did you hear those oh, yeah. signs? They, they, they did you hear that disappointment? They were not happy. It wasn't no, yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, 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 man. Oh, Dang. Oh. They wanted Florida State with you a third-string quarterback. You know how they sounded? They sounded like LeBron when he won the Eastern Conference Championship against Boston. And then they asked him about going against KD and, and the Splash Brothers. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, I just, I I just want to think about that right now. I just want you to think about that right now. That's how they sounded. That's how they sounded yesterday. All right. Paul, Mad Dog, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate you guys. Always a good time. You got it. We'll talk soon. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. The number 17 North Carolina is going to get beat down (laughs) by number four UConn. Dan Orlovsky and I will both be at the garden for that. Yeah. Are you going to wear UConn gear? Um, I got to work, so probably not because I can't work in a You can't bring a sweatshirt in your bag that says UConn or something? Like, get it together. I mean, they know he went to UConn. What a great cause. He's got to be in the stands. Obviously, you're going to be on the bench, right? Donate to the gym. Let's go, Huskies! I was trying to do a promo oh, yeah. something important. Uh, quick takes. Mike Evans. I like that imitation of my voice. Had a big game yesterday, finishing with 162 yards and a touchdown. Evans now has 10 straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons, tied with who? Randy Moss for the second most in NFL history. Shannon, I would say that's good company to be in. Yes. How impressive is this accomplishment? Well, it's very impressive. I mean, 10 straight times to start a season. Jerry Rice did it from 86 to 96. 
in his career. He had 14 total. Mike Evans has a couple more innings. Uh, he just doesn't get the credit that he deserves because he played in the era when uh, guys just – he just didn't get the credit. You look yeah. at, uh, like I said, uh, Marvin and all those guys, Reggie Wayne, that he was in the league. I just – I don't know what it is that people don't give him the credit because, you know, you got Tyreek Nye, you got Jefferson, you got Jamar Chase, and he seems to over get overlooked. But when you do this for 10 straight times to start your career – Mike Evans, man. He's, he's a right. Hall of Famer. Yeah. A lot. Right. He's yeah. a quiet personality. That's why. Absolutely. He'll be there in Canton with Shannon. Uh, how about these two? They might make it in a strong case as well. Tua Tyreek and the Dolphins mm-hmm. just keep swimming through defenses. Miami put up a 45-piece on the Commanders, thanks in large part to big plays by the Cheetah, who had a touchdown catches of 78 yards and 60 yards. Tua Tyreek, how are we feeling? It's up. Mm. All right, SA, you're up first. Who is the better MVP case? Is it Tua or Tyreek? To me, it's Tyreek because I don't think Tua is what he is without Tyreek. Tyreek is sensational. He's on pace for 2,098 yards. He's on pace, uh, even if it was a 16-game season, he'd still be on pace to eclipse Calvin Johnson's 1,964 yards, uh, you know, by in, tw- in 2012 by about 10 yards. He's averaging over 123 yards receiving per game. He's on pace for 17 touchdowns per game. And by the way, leads the league with 14 30-plus yard plays, which is six more than any other player. Miami is winning more than it's losing. Obviously, when you see every time they win a a football game, it's because of something this brother is doing on this football field. He is absolutely sensational and unstoppable, and I just think he's a difference maker. We know that nobody's, no wide receivers received an MVP vote since Randy Moss in 1998, but I will remind everybody that Jerry Rice received 30 first-place votes and lost out in 87. To John Elway. Elway. Mm -hmm. So we got to remember that and understand that. But it is not beyond the realm of comprehension that a guy like Tyreek Hill, I don't think he'll win it, of course. But when you talk about who my MVP is in terms of what I'm looking at with the eye test, this brother is something special. Yeah, I I think this might be the best chance for a wide receiver deal to win the MVP. Because I don't believe the quarterback is going to have the 40-plus touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Now, I could be wrong. I mean, but I don't see them having the overwhelming stats. And if you look at Tyreek, 1,481 yards, 12 touchdowns, 604 yards, Jack. So he only has 800 receiving yards where he's caught. Now he does a lot of this on his own. Yeah, I I think you have to go. Because, like I said, even though Tua has nice numbers, I mean, 34-57, they have five games to go. There's an outside chance that he could get 5,000, but I don't see that. Because the question is, and we saw this yesterday, when they get the big lead, they come out of the ball game. And see, you see what happened with Tyreek. Tyreek might have could have gone over 200 had the game been a little closer. And so I want him to get 200 because I don't want him to leave it down. I don't want him to get 1,900, 1,800. I want him to get that 2,000. I want to say I saw a man get 2,000 receiving yards in the NFL season. You guys are going to make me argue with you about this. Go ahead. On multiple levels. One, I think it's Tua. I love Tyreek. I think Tyreek doesn't get enough credit for – if you watch this offense play, how smart he has to be with all their different motions mm-hmm. and places, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. So – the reason why, Tua, number one, this is the bottom 10 offensive line in the NFL. Mm-hmm. When you have a bottom 10 offensive line in the NFL, your quarterback is not supposed to play to the level that Tua Tungabailoa is played at this year. So, number one, Tua's doing all of this while having to get the ball out faster than everybody in football. Now, part of that is the reality of their offense. Like, it is, it is built to do that. 
Number two, he's averaging almost 10 yards per attempt. That's the best in the NFL. He's third in touchdowns, third in quarterback rating. He's second in yards, excuse me, second in yards per attempt, but he's getting it out the fastest. Here's why, like, it can't be, well, it has to be Tyreek Hill. Do you know what Tyreek's best five seasons in Kansas City were, numbers-wise? Yeah. 1,400 yards was his best season. Mm-hmm. He's got that now. Right. Okay? That's with Patrick Mahomes. Right. That's also with Travis Kelsey. So what, what was uh, uh, Tua's numbers before Ty- Tyreek got there? You got those over there? He played one season without okay, Tyreek. Well, well, you guys were just those numbers then. They're very average. Did you look it up? Okay. Did you look it up? Okay. This is work here in the NFL. Did you look it up? Okay. okay. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I mean, we just wondering. Okay. I think it was the second year. But so okay. his, his best season in Kansas City is 1,400. Yeah. 1,200, 1,200, 1,100, and then 800. Right. So he's already eclipsed his best season essentially yes. this year with, yes. with Tua Tungavailoa. Yes. So if he's got this performance in Kansas City and then his best season ever is last year in Miami when he had 1,700 and likely going to be his best season now, it's with Tua. So it's got to be with the, the, the person that's throwing in the ball has got to be a massive part of that. Again, for, behind an offensive line that's bottom ten for, in the NFL. So you saying Tua? So you saying Tua knows how to use Tyreek more better than Mahomes? I think the offense okay. builds well, uniquely around well, Tyreek and Tua's skill set. And you got to stop saying. Me, as much as I respect you, this is all Tyreek Hill. I didn't it's, not say all. All. it's not all. We're just talking about Let, all. On, most on. of it can, on can his own. Chime in? Can we chime in? Can we chime in? So let's. Since, since you want to throw out numbers, all right. Let's look at these numbers, okay? So. Uh, Tyreek Hill right now has 1,481 receiving yes, yards, sir. right? 93 receptions targeted 127 times. Yes, sir. Second place on the team would be Jalen Waddle, targeted 83 times, okay? That's a drop off of about 50, right? right? Okay, you know, close to 50, right? 743 receiving yards. Nobody else has 200. What I'm saying is, is that he clearly is the reason Tua looks so great. Yes. Now, two is a reason. Uh, the two is a reason he looks great too. You got to have somebody to throw you the football because we see some quarterback. Oh, oh, but, so but, but, but he was a beauty. But he was this a beauty. Con- he was a beauty yeah. contestant in Kansas City. He make it seem like he Who's made a seem- beauty contestant. Tyreek. What do you mean by that? You make it seem like it was it was Tua that put makeup on him. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is his two best seasons of his career, he was awesome in Kansas City. And I'm City. saying that the two best seasons are with Travis, Tua. Is Travis Tra- Kelsey or Tyreek Hill the number one option when he was in Kansas City? Uh, Kelsey. Okay, Thank you. So, and thank you. So, so that like would explain put, the numbers. If Travis Kelsey is in Miami, he's still putting up these same numbers? I would think so. I would so think, what, I mean, if he, he would have, he would have put it up in Kansas City. No, it's a different offense. It's a different quarterback. Yeah, and the one that's not as good as Pat Mahomes. You're well, exactly yeah, right. No one's okay. debating who's Tyreek the better quarterback. Tyreek has the ninth shortest odds right now to win MVP. Tua has the sixth. And, oh, by the way, Brock Purdy, I know you're on his bandwagon now. You, he's the MVP You come over favorite. to the Purdy side? All of a sudden, Shannon endorses Purdy, and he's the favorite to win MVP. You can you win see it. how that happens? Hold on. So, in other words, I'm just going to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. There's never been a quarterback that won the MVP okay. without being elite. Every quarterback that's won the MVP has been elite. That's a question my brain's not big enough. Okay, well, now, that's the phone okay. work for you tomorrow. All right. Part of a system. <laughs> Don't show up tomorrow without the answers. Coming up next on this fine program <laughs> called First You guys talk about Tua like he's me. Mayo Doka ejected after a heated interaction with LeBron. Stephen A. and Shannon have a whole lot to say about it. And shockingly, I hear they don't agree. Yeah, imagine that. 
that speech, don't give up, don't ever give up, has created what we're here today. A legacy that affects so many people battling cancer. And that's what Jimmy's done. Save lives. And he'll go on generation after generation. And that's a great legacy to have. It's V-Week at ESPN when we partner with the V-Foundation to highlight the urgent need for cancer research. This is game-changing research that helps save lives. You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. LeBron James and Rockets head coach Ime Odoka had a verbal altercation which resulted in technical fouls for both parties. It was Odoka's second tech of the night, which meant an ejection from the game on Saturday. LeBron was asked about that altercation after the game. What were you and Ime uh, talking about? Uh, Thanksgiving. How much we enjoyed Thanksgiving. It was very fun. Yeah, it was. Essay. What's your uh, reaction to that verbal sparring? Well, first of all, I'm, first of all, I'm pretty ticked off that Ime Udoka got ejected. If you're the referee, why don't you call a game? Mind your damn business. What, what are they going to do? Get in a fight? I mean, come on, man. Let them talk. What's the big deal? That's part of the theater of sport. We got to all sing kumbaya and hug one another. Mm-mm, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, 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 there's no reason. There was no call for that ejection. Secondly, LeBron walked over to him. And I have no problem with Ime Udoku basically was saying, you know, stop, you know, being, you know what the word, you know, B-I-T-C-H, just told him to stop doing that or whatever. And, 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 and LeBron was like, you know, don't, don't be using that word. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and Ime was like, this, I'm a grown ass man. I use that word if I want to. I didn't call you to be word. I said, stop being like that. But then I didn't call you that. There's a, now you are very, now I remember this guy named Shannon Sharp, right? Yes. See, this is the beauty of a guy like Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp says something that I thought was very, very profound. You know, when I interviewed you on, on it wasn't Club Shay Shay, it was Steve Lacey. Yo, yo, but, but when I interviewed you there, and, and Shannon Sharp said something to me that I, I peeled and I took it, and he was like this, you don't have to respect me, but I will not be disrespectful. I won't let you do yeah. Right. 
So what I'm saying is, had he called them the B-word, that's different. If he's saying stop being because, yo, you whining about calls and stuff, that's not, that's totally different. If I, Who's LeBron to go over to him and tell him, yo, you use those, you don't use those words so like It's a grown-ass man. And but, by the way, he ain't one of the players. This way, he's a coach. Yeah. That's what he want to do. That's what he want to do. If I walk into a room and I say, oh, y'all, y'all for B-I-T, well, hold on. I need you to address who? That's right. Is exactly. That, does it got my address on it? All right. I need you to clarification. All right. Because now. If he called you to be one. Hold on. And then he said, LeBron, soft-ass boy. Whoa. Well, that's because LeBron walked over them and got in the face now. now I said, that's, that's what happened. Now, see. Now, I got to see. Now, see. I may. See, this is how I meet. This is me. I ain't LeBron. This is me. Now, see, I'm going to say, I may see now, okay, now, you being like the cabbage, all head, no ass, I'm going to test you. Right. I'm going to see what well, you got. Well, I'm that's a very, very valid point. Most people ain't going to say that to Shannon. No, 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 We ain't talking to the black Hulk like that. You understand? But, but, in, in your defense, you not rolling over to the coach, acting like you going to do something. But here's the thing. The man, all Bron said, bro, don't lo- use that term loosely. Come see, on, man. See, me, I see, I'd have had to hit it. I see, see. You were messing with one of them and cost you your relationship. Oh, stop that. I stop, say, I don't. Stop that nonsense. Stop that nonsense. Right right stop that nonsense. Right I keep that smiling. Stop that nonsense. 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 Stop yeah, I'm not, I go, I'm hey, not, I ain't I'm Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, Obama say they go low, we go high. I don't have to go to the base. I go to hell. But it ain't necessary sometimes to go that way. You got to take into account the fact that LeBron rolled over there and kind of instigated. No. You ain't got to walk over to him like that. He heard the man say that turn. All right, but not, but not, listen, he didn't call him that. You talk about the Lakers. I happen to be on the Lakers. If they say, hold on, if somebody walk in the Rude to my dad, that first day crew some B. I'm like, hold on. No, who, who no. What they said was, stop being over calls. That's different than calling no, you that, Shannon. Th- no, he's. Oh, come on, man. Hold you on. Look at LeBron said, you, you, you want to go to hell. Lakers, you want to go to the Lakers, basement. That's what that's about. You, oh, don't go to the Lakers. Stop crying like bees, man. Stop. All right. Bees. Okay, Lakers. Okay. Who's on the Lakers? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Stop crying like bees. Okay. But really, really, he didn't call them LeBron that. He said, said, LeBron said, LeBron said, we like all grown. Stop it, we, Now, stop we know it, that. Hold on. We, a, know, we know that's the trigger word for LeBron. Because remember what Draymond said? Okay. So, we know that's the trigger word. Oh, LeBron right, so, said, so we all. So, now he made you don't get got to be sensitive to LeBron feeling. Like, that's what we talk about now? Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing my grandpa used to say. Everybody don't play the same. Oh, what minute. you might say to one man wait, wait is okay. Wait say to another, Hold on, you Shannon. get fired Hold up. On, you LeBron James. Go out there and bust their little you living no and then, and then after that email, you don't get gonna have anything to say. But you're gonna get you pride you got the coach ejected. Clearly. You pride you got the coach no, ejected. No, no. Really? But see, really? That's the, what the, we do. He already had a tech. That's why he got I know ejected. that. I know but that. See, but the official, the official had to keep like, hold on. Oh, the, and the, you see, the, the, hold on. You see how the official looked at him. He like, you just said that. Get up out of here. And you agree with the clearly. Then you agree with the fish. LeBron said, you know, I may, I, I, I may. What's I, on your mind? I, I'm just listen. listen I may have something on his mind. He wanted on his ass because I'd have gave it to him. So, so okay, yeah, you would have gave it to him. But, but let me tell you, if he had if he had called you that, sure. If he's sitting up there saying y'all whining over calls and that's how you acted, you would have contextualized it. You're yeah. just looking for but trouble. He, you want to go to the base, don't you? You want to go to the base? That's what this is all about. But he talking about my team. That's my teammate. So what? My teammate. Listen, you hold. By the way. 
I, I recall you sitting up there saying you wouldn't have blamed LeBron for talking about his old teammates that way at times. I recall you saying that. No. What, what's up with that? No. What's I, up with that? I don't, see, I, I'm one of these guys. I, I can get my point across without calling you out your name. That's true because mm-hmm. you're the Black Hulk. So you could do that. Other people can't. No, Other people can't. You didn't call him out his name. He didn't call him out his name. But he didn't call him out his name. You ain't going to make no reference. You ain't going to make no reference. He did not call him out his name. That's my point. I need to address the way the way. Who, oh, who, on, who, who, who oh, acted on, like that? The, 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 really? Give me a name. Who acted like that? All of y'all who are complaining about the calls. Oh, so that be that be Talk me. That be me. All of y'all who are complaining about the calls. Who's complaining about the calls? And, and you, and, and what did you? This how you know. This how you know. What did he make you joke say? What did he make you joke say? He said, "What you rolling over here for? Like you gonna do something?" See, that's what he said. You see what I'm saying? And you know when Dylan Brooks gotta be the peacemaker. Dylan Brooks said, "Come on, Bron, don't lump him up. Come on, come on, man, come on. Don't lump him up, Bron. You got too much at stake. You, LeBron, you the face of the NBA. Don't put Pauls on. You don't coach one year in the NBA and did it." In one year, what Brad Stevens could have done in seven. So, yeah, this man knows he could coach his ass yeah. off. And no by argument. the way, the Rockets look pretty damn good with they him. They on the come up. Yeah. So let's give love where it's due. All he's trying to sit up there and say, and by the way, you're not taking into consideration. He also defending his team. You're getting all these, you, you whining for calls every second. Oh, why'd you play straight no, you up? Got, you LeBron. You could beat us. No. You go top two all time. I know, you, I know you ain't talking about calls when your guy got called for 15 straight years. Who? Jordan, oh, are we really going there? Nah, well, Jordan got calls. Uh, by the way, by the way, by the way, I, I, I don't, I don't recall no coaches uh, uh, getting that MJ like that. You see that? I'm, I'm, just, saying, I'm that, just saying. I'm just saying. I don't recall no coaches. Because no you know what happened. MJ like that. Because you know, know what happened. Because they, they know he to drop fifty on. Because LeBron, see, they take LeBron kindness for weakness. That's what LeBron. Well, maybe, does. maybe, maybe because LeBron sometimes is too I, damn kind, singing cool by right. y'all, hugging with one another all the time instead of annihilating competition. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Hey, I'm saying Austin Reed, throw the ball over my head. I ran straight out of mind with his forearm right in this okay. chair. Right, right. Today's the birthday of the greatest rapper of all time, the living legend. Oh, the, the one and only. You said Wayne? Oh, we there, Jay-Z. baby. Jay-Z. Oh, my Jay-Z. bad. Jay-Z, we want to wish my him bad. a happy, happy birthday, all the blessings, all that good stuff. Happy the birthday, great, Jay-Z, but the, the greatest, we there, baby. The greatest. Weezy? And the luckiest. We there, baby. Well, Tupac was my favorite, not drool over but it's, it's Weezy. It's Weezy right now. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody seeing Weezy in the rap game. Uh, nobody. Did you ever go nobody. to her concert? I did, did not. Go to her I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. And I grew up with KRS-One, Big Daddy Kane, so all the guys. So what are you saying? They ain't seeing Baby. They ain't seeing Weezy up, Baby. I don't know about that. Ain't nobody seeing Weezy up, Baby. Too far. Right, I, I mean, when you better stop. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 